Hello and welcome to the Jesus Witch Podcast. I'm your host, Lena Elsayed Lee. The goal of the Jesus Witch Podcast is not to be evangelical or theological, but to simply discuss the ways to incorporate Jesus into your witchery practice that shines a light on his truth, his love, and his message of oneness. I drop new episodes of the Jesus Witch Podcast every single Monday, so don't forget to subscribe to the show and also rate and review us on your favorite podcasting app. Hello and welcome to the fourth episode of the Jesus Witch Podcast. My name is Lena Elsaya Lee and I am your host. You can follow me on Instagram at Lena the Jesus Witch or you can even follow the podcast pages Instagram at the Jesus Witch Pod. Today we are going to be talking about a highly anticipated topic, the divine feminine. Last week on our Holy Trinity episode, if you haven't listened to that one, go pause this episode, go listen to that, and then come back to this one because there's some important and pertinent information in that episode that goes along with this one. But in our Holy Trinity episode, I laid out the case for why I believe the Holy Spirit is the divine feminine for Christians. So today we're just going to elaborate on that idea. I'm going to give you a few names that the Holy Spirit goes by. Um, I find sometimes it's a little awkward to just say Holy Spirit. I like having a name for her. So I'm going to share the name that I use and a couple of other names that other Christian witches or divine feminine observing Christians Is that the way to put it? But (laughs) a couple of the names that we have for the Divine Feminine. Before we jump in, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast on whatever podcasting platform you're listening to so that you get notified each week when we have new episodes. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please give us a five-star rating so that other people can come and find this podcast easier. If you want to help this podcast financially and help donate to our Get a Real Microphone Fund, I am currently recording this podcast on a five dollar pair of headphones from five below which is why the audio quality is not the best and i am asking for donations to help me save up to buy a blue snowball microphone i'm only going to be needing about 70 dollars for a blue snowball um so if you head over to paypal.me slash the jesus witch podcast you can make a donation there so i can get a better microphone and put better sounds into your ears anyway let's jump into our conversation about the divine feminine So the first scripture I want to look at is one that we looked at last week when we talked about the Trinity, but I feel like it is really important to just go back to, and that verse is Genesis 1 verses 26 through 27. This says, then God said, let us make human beings in our image to be like us. They will reign over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky and the livestock and all the wild animals on earth and the small animals that scurry along the ground. So God created human beings in his own image and the image of God who created them, male and female, he created them. I find this verse to be extremely important when pointing to the existence of a divine feminine because right there, book one, page one of the Bible, let us make human beings to be in our image to be like us clearly god was talking about more than just a male 
figure. He was also talking about a female, a divine female figure. You know, men and women's bodies look, they look a little bit different. So they had to be modeled after different things. And here, Genesis 1, 26 through 27 shows us that God is talking to somebody else and co-creating with somebody else when he's creating both man and woman. One thing I really do want to point out is that there are two creation stories for women in the Bible. So for man, it just starts when Adam is created um, in their image, in the image of both the divine feminine and divine masculine, where we just read in Genesis 1. But then in Genesis 2, 20 through 23, it says, um, he gave names to all the livestock, all the birds of the sky, and all the wild animals. And he, the, the dude that they're referring to right there, is Adam. Um, but still, there was no helper that was just right for him. So the Lord God caused the man to fall into a deep sleep. While the man slept, the Lord God took out one of the man's ribs and closed up the opening then the lord god made a woman from the rib and he brought her to the man at last the man exclaimed this one is bone from my bone and flesh from my flesh she will be called woman because she was taken from man okay so this is a really interesting verse um, and this is a little bit of a tangent from the divine feminine but that's the creation of Eve, right? So who's the woman that was created in Genesis 1? Well, if you look in Jewish folklore and Jewish mysticism, which is like called Kabbalah, um, the woman who was created in Genesis 1 is actually Lilith. And Lilith is somebody I want to do a whole other episode on because Lilith happens to be a spirit that I work with or a deity that I work with. She's not a god for me or a goddess for me. She's just a entity that I work with to reclaim and gain my own divine feminine power because she's like a super badass. And we're totally going to talk about her at a later date. But I just wanted to point that out because it's very interesting. Um, it's just like, it's right there. You know what I'm saying? It's right there, the way that the Bible has been manipulated to fit a certain narrative. Within the first couple of pages, we already see some of the, for lack of a better term, some of the lies that the church created in order to control women. You know, um, when we get into the story of Lilith and Adam and Eve, there is a really, really, really good book on this topic. I have personally not read it yet, but it's been recommended to me from a couple of people who I really do trust with recommendations, but it's called The Lost World of Adam and Eve by John H. Walton. I'm currently reading The Lost World of Genesis 1 by the same author. This is the second book in the series, but it talks more about the creation of man, woman, Adam, Eve, Lilith, um, it's so interesting. It is so interesting when you start to read beyond the Bible and take this book. Like, I 100% believe that the Bible is a sacred text, that we should be learning from it, that we should be guiding ourselves on it, but we have to have discernment. At the end of the day, this book was written by man, and it's 
there's a lot that was lost in translation and a lot that's been left out and the story of Lilith and how there's two creations of women and the explanation for that is clearly left out of Genesis so that's just like a little bit of food for thought again we're gonna go back on this topic a little bit later and we'll talk all about my girl Lilith she's really she's a really freaking awesome like person to study I don't know what do you what do we call these things entities spirits I guess spirits right I don't know send me an Instagram message let me know what you call the things that you work with <laughs> I know that's a random question but let me know I'm curious so last week we talked about how the Holy Spirit is the divine feminine um, in Christianity and let's I want to show you where she is in the beginning in the creation of the world so right here um, so let's go to Genesis 1 verse 1 and 2 so in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth now the earth was formless and empty darkness was over the surface of the deep and the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters so I take that to be the Holy Spirit was hovering over the waters and if we go into Proverbs um, Ver, uh, Proverbs 3 verse 19 through 20 by wisdom the Lord founded the earth by understanding he crafted the heavens by his knowledge the deep fountains of the earth burst forth and the dew settles beneath the night sky together these two verses suggest that wisdom right the Holy Spirit the divine feminine was there at the beginning of creation co-creating with God I mean I don't know about you but if I look at some mountains I see a woman's breasts like that looks like boobs you know like the the curves and the way that things move like that's so womanly um, creation is very clearly influenced by a woman's body and by a more divine feminine creature and it's just really interesting to find the little nuggets of her that haven't been removed from the Bible from the patriarchy um, so it's just it's exciting to read so another verse that I really like about this is Proverbs 8 22 through 31 which it says like wisdom herself before the foundation of the earth I was there wisdom come from God wisdom comes from God I was created by God um, that is very clear right here that wisdom is is a woman it's herself right and she was there she was there when the foundation of the earth was created she was a co-creator wisdom is a gift that God created for us the divine feminine that he created as you read through the Proverbs you definitely see her influence um, throughout the Proverbs and how there's wisdom in the Holy Spirit and just definitely a womanly voice of God she's referred to with she her pronouns all over the place this is definitely a goddess that is being talked about I personally believe that there is no goddess in the Christian canonical Bible because of the patriarchy I really can't think of anything else other than like men wanted to control women and that really goes back to in Genesis when Eve was deceived Eve was deceived that rhymes but when Eve was deceived by the serpent in Genesis 3 um, it says here that when 
after all was said and done and the truth came out about what happened, God said to the woman, I will make your pains in childbearing very severe. With painful labor, you will give birth to children. Your desire will be for your husband and he will rule over you. I really think that the elimination of the divine feminine comes right from here. Like Yahweh, the father, is the only ruler that traditional Christianity acknowledges and that's simply not true like just looking through the bible wisdom is a woman so why don't we pray to a goddess why don't we pray to the queen of heaven why don't we pray to the mother goddess i the the only thing that i've seen in my whole like experience with different churches and different like theologies and um what are they called? Different denominations of Christianity. I've only seen Catholics worship a divine feminine and they worship Mary who's still like, she's not the Holy Spirit. Um, I mean, if somebody wants to correct me on Mary and show her divinity to me, I would love, love, love to learn more about her. Reading the book of Mary is actually on my list and I want to do an episode on Mother, on Mother Mary, but I want to read the book of Mary first. But in all my years of going to traditional churches, the only sense of divine feminine worship I ever saw was Mother Mary. And that personally didn't connect with me because I didn't feel like, although Mary was the mother of, of Jesus, I didn't feel like she was the mother goddess. So it felt weird to pray to her. So, you know, discovering for me that the Holy Spirit, that there is actually a divine feminine, that there is a divine feminine within in the trinity that it's very clearly laid out within genesis within the book of proverbs that there are you know oh there is a, a woman a, a woman's opinion and a woman's co-creation within this world that was when i finally started to connect with the divine feminine as i said a little earlier for me it's kind of weird just praying to the holy spirit um, I really like the idea of having a name. I love being able to call the name of Jesus. I love being able to call the name of Yahweh. So it was really important for me to find a name for the divine feminine. So some people use the Holy Sophia or the Hajja Sophia. Um, I probably pronounced that wrong. It's H-A-G-I-A, -A, which in Greek, Sophia means wisdom so or wisdom spirit so that is why holy sophia is used because throughout the greek text sophia was the name that was used for wisdom or the word that was used for wisdom um and it's very clear that throughout the book of proverbs the holy spirit is referred to as wisdom and as a woman like again just bringing it back to proverbs and wisdom so there are a lot of people that use sophia as the name for their divine feminine um, me personally i really like the name asherah um, i connect to it a lot because first of all i'm middle eastern so asherah is a canaanite goddess and the canaanites are obviously a, a middle eastern um civilization and i feel like there's a lot of evidence throughout the bible and throughout history itself that asherah really could have been 
the name for the like Yahweh equivalent, like the goddess equivalent of Yahweh. And now a quick break from our show to talk about a few different ways you can help support the Jesus Witch Podcast. One way you can help support the creation of the Jesus Witch Podcast is by becoming a Patreon supporter of the show. Every supporter of the Jesus Witch Podcast on Patreon gets access to our monthly community oracle card readings, as well as access to a secret Discord channel in the Jesus Witch Church. In that channel, you can leave any Jesus Witch questions or suggestions that you may have, and it's just a better place for us to connect as a Patreon community. We currently have five different Patreon tiers for you to choose from to help expand your knowledge on Jesus and Christian witchery. The first tier that we offer is the Mercury tier, and this provides written transcripts of each episode of the Jesus Witch Podcast to make them more accessible and easier to take notes from. The next tier that we have is The Fool, and that provides early access to the Jesus Witch Podcast, as well as ad-free episodes. The following tier is The Magician tier, which helps to expand your Jesus Witch knowledge with tarot spreads to help you connect with the Abrahamic Pantheon and monthly Bible-based spellbook pages. In the Hierophant tier, we go even further with Bible-based spellwork. Each month, members of this tier get access to an additional Bible-based spellbook page. I also send you a mini spell kit every single month with the ingredients to cast your spell. With this tier, you also get access to a monthly spellcasting circle that happens over Zoom where we cast the spell together and it's a really fun time. Our final tier is the High Priestess tier. This tier gets everything from the previous tiers as well as a one-on-one call with me over Zoom every single month to talk about your practice, where it's going, and what your goals are spiritually. Another way to help support the Jesus Witch Podcast is by shopping at the Sun and Moon Jesus Witchery Shop on Etsy. Over on my Etsy shop, I offer Talking to Jesus tarot readings, Christian witch mystery boxes, Bible-based spell oils, astrology readings, and so much more. You can also help support the creation of the Jesus Witch Podcast by sending a donation directly to my PayPal or Cash App. You can find the links to both of those or any of the other ways to help support the Jesus Witch Podcast in the show notes page. And a quick reminder, please don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on whatever podcasting app you're currently listening to us on. And give us a rating of five stars because that helps to get the word out about the show. If you would like to connect with me further, be sure to join our free Discord group, The Jesus Witch Church, and give me a follow on TikTok and on Instagram at Lena the Jesus Witch. Now let's go back to our show. Asherah is mentioned by name a few times throughout the Bible. She's in the Book of Kings, in Jeremiah. She's mostly associated with a pole or a tree. So she was associated with the Tree of Life, which is very consistent with the ancient carvings and artwork that they found of her. I have a link in the show notes page that has some ancient artwork of Asherah um, and what people would use to worship her with. But the evidence that I found most compelling for using Asherah as the name of the divine feminine were cave paintings that were titled Yahweh and his Asherah. Um, That just seemed very specific to me and like, I don't know, when I'm with my husband Jack I like to say that like I'm his or like my Jack and I like him when he calls me like his Lena like kind of thing like that so I liked that possessiveness (laughs) in like that healthy possessiveness you know what I'm saying I really liked that through there and it it made me feel very comfortable with using the name Ashra Um, and when I did divination and when I started to try talking to her I personally used the light seers tarot deck in order to connect with the divine feminine Um, I feel like she really, really, really likes that deck. And when I asked her if it was okay if I used Asherah, that was the first time I ever really felt connected to that specific tarot deck. And like I was actually getting something out of it. Another thing with Asherah, she really likes roses. She likes pomegranate. She's associated with pomegranate trees. Um, So there's a lot of different little things that you can 
just simply have around your home to help remind you of Asherah. But at the end of the day, if all you have is, is Asherah in your heart and the Holy Spirit in your heart and just the desire to connect with that divine feminine, I think that's good enough. Um, so that's kind of the gist of the divine feminine that I wanted to share with you. I personally use the name Asherah. I don't feel like everybody's called to use the name Asherah. There's also Sophia. There's, you know, the Holy Spirit. There's Mother Mary. There's so many different names for the divine feminine, just like there is with the divine masculine with Yahweh. Um, you know, you could also find biblical women that you want to work with. And this is going to be another episode I want to do is like fun biblical characters to work with um, or biblical historical figures. I don't know. How do you like, what do you call them? Are they characters in the Bible or are they historical people? Because like we believe that they were real. I don't know. Tell me, send me a DM and tell me what you think about that one. But I also want to do an episode talking about different like biblical figures that you could work with that have specific like power to them or like they hold themselves in a specific way that's what I want to say and there's a lot of really awesome women to look up to in the bible there's Ruth there's Esther there's Rahab you know there's a lot of different there's Eve the mother of all and especially if you're trying to become a mom or you are a mom Eve might be a fun one to work with Lilith she's also really fun if you're a mom I personally love working with her I have to do a whole episode on Lilith she's so fun to talk about but this was our conversation on the divine feminine I hope you really enjoyed it and I hope you got something out of it I would love to know what you call the Divine Feminine. I'm going to make a post on our Instagram page this week, and I'm going to ask you what you call the Divine Feminine. So after you listen to this episode, go ahead over to the Instagram page and leave a comment on that post to let me know what you call the Divine Feminine. I'm really curious. I love hearing what other people use for her name because we don't really have a definitive answer to what her name is for us. Like christian believing witches our instagram page is the jesus witch pod um so go follow us there and that's where the picture will be posted and the question will be posted my personal instagram is lena the jesus witch and if you want to donate to the show so that we can save up and get a different microphone so the sound quality is a little bit better head over to paypal.me slash the jesus witch podcast and you can make a little donation there and i would truly truly appreciate it because i would love to make these episodes sound a little bit better for you and like they're not going through a microwave um anyway let's leave you off with today's verse of the day our verse of the day today is luke 8 43 which jesus says daughter your faith has made you well go in peace I felt like this was an appropriate verse for today because for me, finding out about the Divine Feminine and really connecting with her um, brought me a lot of peace. It made me feel like women truly have a purpose on this planet and that we really are important and divinely inspired. It was really confusing for me growing up. Like, if God created man and woman in his image, why wasn't there a female, like, God? You know what I'm saying? So learning about the mother goddess and being able to connect with her has brought me a lot of peace. And I hope connecting with her brings you a lot of peace too because as believers in Yahweh, as children of God, we are entitled to a relationship with our mother. Um, And I hope that this opens some doors for you and that if you are not working with the Divine Feminine, you start working with her. 
Anyway, I will see you next week. Thank you so much for joining me and spending part of your day listening to my voice speak words. (laughs) And I'll see you next week. Bye.